Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout-outs. Austin and Eloise from New Zealand enjoy listening and have shared some awesome drawings. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you'd be shadow fairies from the dark side, who live on the islands in the dark side and attempt to keep the peace among the beasts who live there. Thanks for listening, Eloise and Austin. And Jameson Yakko never misses an episode. Jameson, I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a detective who gets bit by a werewolf while on the job leading you to become a werewolf detective. Thanks for listening, Jameson. Today's story is a continuation of a previous series titled Lost in the Valley. This series is titled, Oh, come on, this is ridiculous. Why do I keep falling through portals and traveling to strange places? Except, just to keep things short, let's call it Back to the Valley. So this is Back to the Valley, Part 1. It might seem a bit strange for a cat to ride a horse. Because it is a bit strange, I guess. Still, strange things happen every day. June was ecstatic that the horse trainers at the farm agreed to let her bring her cat Super Rye along for the ride today. That was probably because Mystic was such a good horse and Rye was such a good cat. After June was hoisted up into the saddle, someone handed Rye up to her and the little cat sat just in front of her, pawing curiously at Mystic's mane. June led Mystic out into the pasture where they trotted around the perimeter along the fence. This was becoming one of June's favorite things. She enjoyed the training part of it, too, of course, but she loved just riding out in the pasture with Mystic. And today she had her cat Super Rye with her as well, so it was almost the perfect day. On the edge of one side of the pasture was a forest, a thick wooded area that bordered right up against the horse farm. As they trotted out along the fence bordering the shady trees, June noticed something familiar there on the ground. A fairy ring. Big, floppy-topped mushrooms growing out of the ground in a neat circle. June used to view fairy rings as one of those hints of magic. A thing that had an explanation, but suggested that maybe there was still a little enchantment left in the world. Now, after her experience falling through one a while back, she was afraid of them. As exciting as magic was, it had become very real and dangerous for June when she fell through a fairy ring portal and dropped into the valley. She hadn't seen a fairy ring since, and the appearance of this one spooked her. She knew it was likely just because this part of the pasture was so close to the forest there, but just to be sure, she tried to steer clear of it. The last thing she needed was some cave troll ruining her ride with Mystic and Rye. But Mystic was not responding to her directions. June tried to gently tug the reins to lead the horse away from the ring, but Mystic continued on a straight path that would take them right through the circle of mushrooms. June saw what compelled Mystic to ignore her instruction. There was a salt block hung from the old wooden fence in the shade of the trees. Mystic was hot and tired and just wanted some of the salt block. June began to panic. She had such conflicted feelings. On the one hand, she thought it was silly to get so worked up about some mushrooms. I mean, what are the odds this one was a portal too? But she really didn't want to disappear to the valley again. Or what if this one took her to a different place, a more dangerous place? Mystic, come on, Mist! 
June pulled harder at the reins now, tugging to get the huge horse to veer off just a couple of feet. But it wasn't working, and it wasn't going to work, and June knew it. The horse was too big and determined to get right to that fence just beyond the fairy ring. The only way June could avoid trotting over those mushrooms was if she decided to bail and slide right off the horse. But horses were pretty high off the ground, and what if Super Rai fell too? And before she could make a decision, the horse's hooves stepped right into the fairy ring and it lit up. Light shined out from the edges of the circle, and before Mystic could course correct, the ground beneath them vanished. And the big horse's momentum drove them right into the earth as if a hole had opened up to nowhere. But it wasn't a hole to nowhere. It was a portal to somewhere. In the dark spaces between worlds, June and Mystic and Rai flew in the darkness. June held on tight to the horn of the saddle with one hand and held Rai against her body with the other hand. Mystic whinnied and neighed in confusion, stepping through the air. And with another flash of light, the horse and girl and cat landed in some very thick, tall grasses blowing in the wind. Mystic stopped and looked around, waiting for direction from June. Oh, so now you listen to me? June said to the horse giving it a pat. Rye calmed down and sniffed the air, leaning his furry head from side to side to see what was all around. June remembered then the danger they faced when they dropped through the last portal, and she quickly made a plan. Look over there, Rye, she said. That's a little village in the distance. Let's go check it out and, and see about getting back home. June hoped and hoped that she was in the same place as before. If she were in the valley, then maybe there would be a chance she could get home again. Maybe even the same way as before. June approached this small town cautiously. She had no way of knowing what kinds of people or creatures lived here. As she walked Mystic very slowly into town, she noticed people coming and going from the buildings and others traveling through town. They were humans just like her and some had horses, just like Mystic. She was a bit relieved that this place fit her version of normal. She entered town and looked for any sign that this was the valley. There were a few stores, and she left Mystic and Rye outside of one called Gumball's Goofballs. She went inside and was greeted by two excited young girls. Welcome, Welcome to, to Gumball's Goofballs, they said in unison. Um, hi, said June. Uh, could you tell me, could you tell me where I am? Oh, sure. This is the town of Sawgrass, home of Gumball's Goofballs, our new goofball restaurant where every goofball has a delicious gumball center. Oh, great, said June. But, oh, where is Sawgrass? You know, like, what is this island or country called? You don't know where you are? Well, uh, that's okay, I guess. Um, this is the valley. Do you need to lie down? One girl asked. A wave of relief washed over June, and she sat down in a nearby chair, smiling. The two girls behind the counter gave each other a look and came out with a glass of water and a plate of goofballs. Oh, no, no thank you. I, I can't pay for this, said June. No worries. It's on the house. Seems your blood sugar's a bit low. You should eat, said one of the girls. Looking down at the delicious desserts, June agreed that yes, she did need to eat. There were three goofballs on the plate, 
and based on the smell, June figured that one was covered in chocolate sauce, and one was covered in vanilla sauce, and one was covered in strawberry sauce. June ate them slowly, savoring every bite and calming down. She drank every drop of water and said, Thanks so much. You were right. That was just what I needed. Could you point me in the direction of Valleytown? The girls both pointed in the same direction. June thanked them and climbed back onto Mystic, where Rye was nearly asleep, purring loudly in the sunshine. Okay, you two. Time to find those ninjas and get out of here, she said. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings or questions to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.